So I stored this for as long as I could. I thought if I gave it one more weekend, I would still, you know, be able to recover from this cold and I'll be able to put my thoughts together because the last two weeks have just been intense, you know. I got to celebrate with my best friend and my whole perspective on marriage and, you know, love just changed all because of one experience. But hey, that's what I get to share with you guys today. Pardon if my voice sounds a bit too deep. I'm still recovering from the cold. But I just can't have you guys miss this beautiful lesson. Enjoy today's episode. Hi guys. It's great to have you all on today's episode. I am so happy to be, you know, sharing this episode with you today because I had planned it for over a month now. But from one thing to another, I said, you know what, I'll make it for the perfect time. And today is good to go. First off, let's start with saying happy Workers' Day to everyone. I rather use the word thrive than strive because I feel strive sounds like a negative utterance. So we celebrate every single one of us out there thriving to make a better means you know better income better make the society better with what you're doing because it's not just about the money you make but also the solutions you prefer to society and you know it's so beautiful to know that it's not just for the believer of christ every single person has the right to prosperity that's just the principle god has put on earth just the same way the believer can you know wash and dry their clothes and the sun will shine on the clothes and it will dry up it's the same way any other person can so Prosperity is not just for the believer. However, prosperity in Christ comes with peace. But let's leave that for another day. All I want to bring from today is God bless you all and may he continue to strengthen you to work hard and hard. I don't believe in all this, you know, short corners and things people claim to do just to be, you know, rich. Hard work pays. Smart work also, but not three key work or thrifty work but let's leave that today's episode is about service yes i have service 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 you people on this platform so you must have been tired of the word service but believe me my experience from my best friend's wedding two weeks ago opened my eyes to a different experience of what's expression of what service is and i was able to just pen some things down because initially i had an episode on service as regards political space if you remember that i had two episodes earlier before on how politics needs to change however i'm expanding the horizon so we're still talking about service but beyond just the politics with life general because if it becomes a part of our living our lifestyle believe me to affect every aspect and sphere including the political aspect so today we talk about service but the beauty of it is service is nothing without love if you don't love you can't serve And love is nothing without sacrifice. You can't understand love if you have not come to appreciate the meaning of sacrifice. And you see, sacrifice is impossible without humility. Because only who is humble enough would be willing to sacrifice anything for you. So you see the order of progression. Humility leads to sacrifice. Sacrifice is automatically a product of love. And love would always ensure service. 
I was at that wedding and I was honored to be the best man. I realized that by the end of Saturday, I'd barely had a bite to eat. I remember when we were still dressing up in the hotel room, I ate maybe one slice of yam and that was it. We had to rush out and start the day. And then my best friend and the groom later in the day around 4 p.m. goes, Joshua, have you eaten? And I'm like, oh no, I haven't actually eaten. It's like, how are you doing all this? Where do you find the strength? How? 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 How is it possible? And I just ask myself, I don't know how is it actually possible. Later in the day, while well, everything was settled and I was a bit more, you know, out of my frenzy of service and I just wanted to be in my room, just relax and sleep off. I asked myself the question, how was all of that possible without even the energy or the necessary fuel to work? And I'm so sorry for the background noise. <laughs> I'm out of my element today. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and all I could remember was this. In the moment, I was willing to sacrifice whatever it took to help my brother see the success of his wedding day. Because obviously the groom and the bride don't have time to attend to anything. And I told him, today I am a personal assistant. Whatever it takes to ensure you don't have to lift a finger and focus on you and your bride is what I want to achieve. So I had a checklist on my, lap, on my, on my laptop and, and that checklist on my phone. So I would check, I would tick boxes of things I've done. Oh, Take this off, take this off. That was how I lived for those two days. And even the third day, because we still had some leftover work after the wedding on Sunday morning. That's how I lived. And I remember this scene. I mean, it was just this kind of thing where you're self-conscious of yourself and you see yourself doing something that you are doing. So we had just gotten into the reception all after dancing in, you know, the way the bride and broom and his train drum dances in. And he's on stage and he notices that he's looking for something. He just was a bit disturbed. I took advantage, I took advantage of the fact that we were still all over the place. The hall wasn't settled yet. So going on the stage with the bride and groom would not look awkward. And I just went there. In the moment, I didn't think about it. I just knelt down in front of him. And I let him give me the instructions he needed. And before he knew it, I was off stage. It was later in the evening. I was like, did I actually kneel down in front of Dami? It wasn't as if I can't do that. But in the moment, I'm just like, why did you kneel down? It wasn't that too dramatic. Didn't that look so subservient? And I'm being vulnerable in this podcast because that's how I've always been with you guys. I like to be real. But in that moment, it did not matter. It didn't make me look less. It just made me honor him and be of service in that moment. It didn't look, it didn't make me look like um your boss would say, Shoma you know, are you a servant or are you a slave? No. I just was humble enough to sacrifice whatever ego might have existed in my head. Thankfully, which did not. And I wanted to serve. Why? Because I love him as a brother. And I'm happy that I did that that day because there was nothing Dami wanted me to achieve that I did not achieve that day for him. Go and do this, go and do that. Even while the reception was going on, I stepped out, sorted out some things and I got back. And I was proud of the commitment to the work. This has nothing to do with politics. I wasn't paid a dime for it. I even felt sick 
almost a week, which I'm still recovering over it. But that is what it means to serve. Now, translate that to the bigger society. What if our politicians and our leaders could imagine a world where, even if I'm not paid to serve, even if they, 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 they say I don't have to sign any monetary forms, or no, no, I, no, I have no access to the, to the government account or anything, like I have no way to siphon money and I'm not paid a salary, I want to still work. Is it possible? Is it realistic? Is it achievable? I don't think so. We live in a world where to serve means to be foolish. To love unconditionally means to be daft and to be dumb. We have, a, we have come to a place where we believe we must always think of self. To imagine a world where we can just do things for doing for our for, for, the, for, the, for the good of society is not good enough. What is in it for me? Because if there's nothing in it for me, it doesn't make sense. Why is that our resolve? The reason why we have bad leaders is because they're actually a true dep depiction of our society. This abuse of power, it doesn't start from the top, it's also at the bottom. Most people already feel oppressed from their general living and you know, their natural lives. So when they get there, they become the oppressor. Why? Because nobody really served them. So why should they serve the nation? So it's a turn-by-turn -turn cycle. They did it to me, I must do my own back. But if you can make service so common, where you wake up and you don't care what it costs you, as long as it doesn't cost you your life, because Jesus died for all of us, I don't have to die for anybody. But as long as it doesn't cost you your life, you give your best. You give your all. If you can make service common, I'm sure you will see better leaders because everyone wants to feel loved. Love someone today. Believe me, you might just receive that love back from the, another person that they should love. Let's change the crazy cycle to a love cycle. Let's serve. Because what someone gives out, most of the time, is what they receive back. Give love and service to the world. And just maybe you'll receive it back. Thanks for listening.